What's Bangalore like, bro? I'm like a Jaeger bomb. If I'm in shots, I'm a Jaeger bomb. You're at the beach in Ibiza. The sun's setting, and somewhere at the back, there's a stunning DJ playing. Just the right beats. That's the idea of Salute. Hello, everyone. This podcast is hosted by me, Anushka Singh, and we are back with the season two of Salura Unbottled. Because if it's summer, we're always dropping refreshing things other than just the booze. This season is all about the OGs who bring joy to Bangalore. You know how we all have that one creator influencer who travels the world and whose content doesn't make you envy them, but fucking set your mood right, your to-do list right, and you adore them. Today with us, we have somebody who our creative team loves. Most often than not, found in bikinis on beaches. Mm-hmm. The real OG of swimwear, one who screenshots all her looks on iPhone notes just so that when you need a fit from her, you have a view of her whole goddamn wardrobe to choose from. And that's Charlene. That is the cutest Salute. intro ever. So uh, I think. My entire script is gone for a toss. <laughs> we have spoken so much already. about everything, yes. <laughs> and you ensure that you are way ahead of the time. You were right here, and I think that just summed up how I've always looked at you. You've Aww. always been that adorable, relatable person. That's really nice. So you make me welcome, cry now. <laughs> welcome on the podcast. And how do you feel just being a part of Salute? I think it's really cool. I feel I I was really excited when you said podcast because I think I've done one before and I just think it's so, I love listening to podcasts like I love a lot. I'll tell you some of them that I recommend oh, later. Um but I just love listening to them because I love just hearing people talk about regular things. So basically you you're that person who will wake up and probably on a car would like to listen yeah. to a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I have my podcast on all the time on the in the car when I'm working. Just so that I have, I like listening. I like having something on in the background, uh-huh. and having people talk. Like someone once asked me when I was working, and we work. By the way, I work at from a WeWork. <laughs> um, someone asked me. They were like, "Oh, do you want to come upstairs and sit in the quieter space?" And I was like, "No, I want to be in the middle of the chaos, like so I can hear people around me speaking, and it just makes me feel like I need to work. I need to be doing something. Oh, nice. I like that." So to begin with. something that i think i always wanted to ask you was i know you're somebody who loves perfection yeah. you seem to be a person who's a perfectionist in no matter what she does so how come you named your brand flawed um so funny story flawed the domain of my website flawed by shadin has been mine Five years before I started the brand. Okay. It it was actually started as a project in one of the schools and and the courses I'd taken. Ah. So for my fashion styling course in London, actually, we had to do a project where we need to create our own website. And I was sitting with my friend over tea, and we were thinking of if we had our own magazine, what would we name it? And I was thinking of words, and I was like, it has to be catchy, it has to be short, but it also has to like. mean something you know and i said flawed and ever since i said flawed over there it stuck like uh. it stuck because i feel like every like all like when you're speaking to a bunch of girls everyone's like so everyone's always talking about their insecurities and talking about this okay. and that and i feel like people should need to learn to embrace those so. and yeah i mean sometimes they're annoying and everyone <laughs> has them and 
I have loads of insecurities as well, but I just feel like it's it's better to embrace those than to like dwell on them. That's really thoughtful. I always wanted to know this exact reason for you. I actually have, have a physical magazine uh-huh. that's called Flawed. Like one of my projects was to create uh-huh. a magazine, and Winnie Harlow was the cover. And like I'll I'll show you. I have a digital copy with me because it's always on my files, and yeah, so it's wow. always been a thing. Okay, uh, so you know this podcast is called Salute Unbottled, and uh, one of the reasons we named it as Salute Unbottled is because every person who's come on the podcast, we just wanted to unbottle yeah. bottle their soul and just make them a part of Salute. And for Salute, I think all of us have always felt that it's a homegrown brand, and Bangalore yeah. plays like a key Huge role in it. So. Uh, this time we wanted to just interview people who bring joy to Bangalore and definitely were one of them. Oh, that's really At sweet. At least all of us who've religiously followed you and have seen your content has like lived up to the idea of like, oh, wow, that's how life should be. Okay, so. but that's not all. That's not my whole life. I keep trying to say this to people. My Instagram is not my whole uh, life. That's good. I think some of us should yeah. listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I want to know, when did Bangalore become home for you? Or rather, is Bangalore home for you? Uh, yeah, I was just telling her that before we started. I feel like Bombay will always be home, but Bangalore has also become home. And I've been living here for like three years now. I kind of... So, I never like packed my bags and moved from Bombay. It sort of, it? it was like an eventual... I just kept bringing more clothes and became mm. a thing. And uh, it happened during the lockdown and then since then I've kind of been here and I've made my Bombay trip shorter over time. So it's just, it's been a very gradual move, which has been really nice because otherwise I feel like the pressure of a move is is so much. Um, So yeah, Bangalore is is home now, but Bombay is also and will always be home. Ah, So do you have your favorite spots in Bangalore? Yes. Yes, I so honestly, this was one of the questions that I was like, I need to think about it, but I know. So, IDC hmm. is just the best. That Puddy yeah. Idli is yeah. unreal. Uh, so, you're another an Idli fan? I love Idli. I love, and I love dosa, but what Bangalore does not do is cheese dosa. Oh, oh, so you're a cheese I'm dosa. I'm a cheese that's, dosa that's person. People Bombay think I'm crazy. In. That's where my <laughs> Bombay comes in. The first time I came here, I went to this... Umesh for dosas mm-hmm. and uh, I said can I have a cheese dosa he looked at me like I was an alien I was like I've not asked for this I've not asked you for your money I've asked for cheese in That's my dosa exactly where your Bombay comes yeah <laughs> so Iris is one Nagarjuna is another okay I love Nagarjuna Bhimas for uh, their biryani okay what else do I love in Bangalore I love brick oven oh, for yeah. pizza I love burgers in here for burgers. I think best burgers in India. So true. Well, actually, Goa apparently has the better spot, but in Bombay and Bangalore. Yeah, Goa sure has like a lot, many, but I think in Bangalore, they're best. Bombay, Bangalore, they're the best. So they true. are insane. And do you have like a favorite area in Bangalore? Like, which is like, oh, I love this, this, this area. Carbon Park? Uh, or just around that area where I... Because it's so live. green and things yeah. like that. I don't know if I wanted to say that, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm sure people are anyways, they're happy just seeing <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. So, uh, imagine you meet somebody, yeah, girl or a guy and you just like adore that person yeah. and that person's just come in Bangalore and you guys have met, where would that one place be where you would like to take them out? 
to IDC. Oh, I've taken every, every like all my friends that come visit here, we go straight from the airport to have IDC oh. and come. Because I feel like all the other food you will get somewhere, yeah. but you don't get idli dosa like you get in Bangalore. So I feel like you have to have that bit of Bangalore and then be like, okay, now welcome to Bangalore. <laughs> That's so my true. welcome. Okay, uh, Charlene, I want you to tell me about your childhood. Like, what impact did your upbringing have on you? So, like I told you before, my dad's a pilot. My mom's a travel agent. Wow. So, I've grown up in a space that that I live in in Dadar, Parsi colony in Bombay. Um, And we're all like, it's like one big family. Like, we're, we're... it's not just my family that I consider family. Like, my best friend lives opposite me. Okay. My other best friend lives, like, three buildings down. Wow. The other one's, like, a lane away. So, it's, like, I've grown up in such a fun, friend, friendly family area that I just think it's always... I've learned the hospitality from them, I feel like. And, yeah, just to be, like, very chilled. I've not been in, like, a banda or Kalaba side mm-hmm. of Bombay. Mm-hmm. So... I've had it very chill, relaxed, and my parents have always like made me super independent, oh, wow. which I think shaped. So me. you were telling me about how your dad is a pilot, yeah, and you get to travel the world yeah. because you get free tickets. Yeah. So my dad used to be with Jet. Okay. And that was a whole different story because they used to fly all over the world. Yeah. I could literally just pack my bags and leave the next day. Wow. I envy you. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. Wow. It was insane. Like the best thing ever. I can't even. T- I used to always say I'm gonna marry a pilot <laughs> because I was like, this is this can't end. Like I, I, I don't know what I'll do without it. I've only lived with it, right? And yeah, now he's with Vistara, and wherever they fly, I can, I can go. Cool. And there's something oh. that your mother told you about that what you wanted thing? to tell me about that, that she's a travel agent. Oh, that that, that it goes so hand in hand. Yeah. That did, did you ever feel like oh I should like I want to become a pilot as well? Ah no, actually I always said I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But do you enjoy flying the tiring hours, coming traveling. I used to. I never bothered me at all. Then when during COVID I got a bit anxious about travel again, like okay. just the flights. Hmm. But I think I'm back to normal again. Like, it just comes in waves. Like, some, I, I got really anxious about turbulence. But someone once told me, uh, and this really helps me a lot, they said, think of the, think of the turbulence as potholes in the road. Ah. The bumps in the sky as potholes in the road. So it, it just feels like, feels better. And I asked my dad, I was like, what are the chances? Like, if there's turbulence, like, what can happen? And he just sort of explains the the science of it and then it makes me feel better I love that line and yeah it's right? gonna be like the caption of the thing yeah. <laughs> it's so nice like, turbulence in the sky like potholes in the room yeah that's like so poetic right yeah one of my friends told me this actually they messaged me to ask me how I deal with like because they had travel anxiety mm-hmm. and they were like how do you do it and I was like damn I'm also travel anxious <laughs> right now and then they said that someone told them that so like you've this. always basically traveled right from your childhood. Always. Yeah. And you've never felt like, oh my God, I travel too much. I miss no. home. Never the feeling. No, I love traveling. I love exploring new places. I love meeting new people. And I just love the beach. So anytime someone says travel, I'm like, I just want to go to the beach. <laughs> and that feels good. Hence the swimwear. Hence the swimwear. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, at Salute, we have a clothing line. And every time we come up with a new collection, 
the initial phase like the ideation is super fun like yeah. you know we have an onion on board and we talk about like this is what we want these are the prints and it's uber fun we keep going through references and stuff like that till the point we reach a process yeah. a point in the process where we are ready with what mm-hmm. we want and then we have to deal with vendors we have to figure out clothes and then we have to figure out the gsm yeah. or probably reach a point where we are like oh my god we have to clear the stock it's not going out so it's crazy yeah, to it's run crazy. a clothing line in a brand it but to have bad. a brand which is a clothing, clothing must be insane it is insane it is absolutely insane when you're doing it all by yourself and really just learning like through one, the process yeah yeah it's crazy like i think i i i so i started flowed with with tie dye okay because during the lockdown i feel like tie dye was a huge trend and everyone was doing it at home So I literally picked like I bought off Amazon a tie-dye packet mm-hmm. and I was like let me just tie-dye all my clothes all my white clothes were tie-dyed by the end of the lockdown like wow. all of them and I just wanted tie-dye joggers and a tie-dye hoodie and a tank top but I could not find for the life of me white joggers anywhere and I was like okay I guess people want this now so I guess it'll sell so I saw I made like a rough website on Wix um with like it was basic it was very very basic and i made it myself and i put the things that i tied out of my own on that website and i showed it to my mom and i was like oh i think i want to start this and she was like just go for it like start it what why not so um at the time the, the lockdown was getting a bit more calm and i moved to bangalore no i'll not move to bangalore but i came to bangalore to meet rishad and i was staying with him for a month or two and i started cold calling manufacturers i started cold calling them in bangalore like manufacturers from bangalore so i found one i find i found many and i went through like process of elimination i met a couple and one that i met really stuck out to me and i made my first like capsule collection with them i did just white joggers okay. and just white tank tops and then i hand dyed them at home and so that's how flaws started and this is all just by yourself this was all just by myself i hired a website developer to create like the website on shopify for me because i felt like the user experience is super important and i was like if i'm doing this let me just do it properly so i did it all and that because of the lockdown i feel like people were so frustrated they just wanted to shop Mm. So those that collection the first three times I launched it sold out completely. Oh wow. So it was it was a great I was doing only really tiny quantities yeah, yeah. but it was it was a great experience for me because I never I never experienced the over the inventory like the dead mm. stock mm. part of it. And I feel like with swimwear obviously it's been a harder journey mm. because a swimwear is really hard to get in in India. Um B you have to like the MOQs are so high. that like i had no option but to order crazy amounts if i wanted to just start it and i said let me just start here build my relationship i can work backwards um so i have faced a lot of those issues coming in with swimwear um but i never did before so it's all like a new learnings yeah. for me because i'm doing it myself with like my manager who's on navy mm-hmm. uh who i love who oh, she's she's great she's yeah, like she's the like greatest a darling. So yeah had i think we did a collab yeah. with you yeah. and she's I just want to put it out that she's no. a darling. She's great. She is a hustler. <laughs> I recommend her to everyone I know. 
she's amazing and uh, we had an intern on as well and we also have our manufacturing unit now that works with us and we also have a warehouse unit in Bangalore that sort of fulfilled the orders and stuff like that so okay. that's how we tried to solve the inventory issue because I was all stored at my house before oh is it yeah wow I have so many questions I'm just trying <laughs> to like settle my mind in so I think first thing you spoke about intern yeah I Personally, know of people. Uh, we used to have two interns. Yeah. Uh, you know, back. I mean, right now also we have. But last year we had somebody who used to love you. Really? She's the person who kind of introduced me to no you. No way. So I am just thinking out loud that there'll be a lot of girls or guys who would love to work with you. So how do they reach out to you? Say, for example, somebody wants to intern with you. Just email us. It's info at floredbycharlene.com. Email us and we'll get back to you. So we get a lot of intern applications, but a lot of them are from Bombay and okay. other places in India. And my last intern was like not in Bangalore with me. And I just feel like now that I work from a WeWork and I like to meet someone face to face because I feel like that just changes everything. So true. Meet, like doing work virtually, it's great because I mean, with times and all, you don't have an issue. But <laughs> okay, my intern just came in <laughs> and literally <laughs> good timing. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think being in person is is super important. So having another the next intern that we get will definitely be someone based in Bangalore, so that we can have like face to face work timings and and Got kind it. of work, did work you, environment uh, like that. You know, like, did you always feel like you wanted to start a brand? Always. I always knew that I was going to do something on my own. I always knew eventually it was going to be swimwear. Okay. Oh, you always knew that? Yeah, I've been a... You want me to pause? <laughs> I've been a beach baby all my life. Like, I just... I, I'm... I'm a water child. Oh, is it? So that basically I need to be been in the like... Pool. Yeah, yeah, it's been me. Yeah. Like... There's been nothing else, and I, I've been wearing bikinis since I photo like baby photos of me in little oh, tiny wow. bikinis. So I just, I loved it. I feel the best in a bikini. So I felt like eventually I was always gonna do it. Mm. Um, and I started with the tie dye because I thought it was like the need of the hour. And I always from the beginning was like searching for manufacturers, and that took a long time. And as I told you, my, my process of perfecting my samples took two years. Oh, so. Uh, two yeah, years two for years. one product? Two years. Wow. To find the manufacturer and then and get like with the process and everything. That took a whole two years because no, like I feel like now there are a lot of manufacturers that are starting it because suddenly swimwear has boomed in India. Mm -hmm. um, but even one or two years ago, no one was willing to do it. So you think it's a tough space? Super to tough in? space. Like to even India? sell. Because mm -hmm. I mean, people aren't as open minded and, and they don't, yeah. Yeah. Then, well, everyone's not as comfortable in a bikini, which is fair. We're doing one pieces, by the way, very soon. So, which also means uh, a lot of. I'm so off the script right <laughs> now. Uh, which also means uh, you must be putting in a lot of effort in talking about like body positivity. Yeah. Talking to women about. Honestly, like, I like when I started flawed, I feel like we did just we did three styles and all were bikinis, and uh, we did three styles and three colors, and a lot of people looked at me and were like oh yours is a skinny girl brand and I hated that yeah. but because I was modeling it I always thought if I had a brand I also modeled so I was like I just might as well do that um, but yeah everyone looked at me being like oh yours is a skinny girl brand and I hated hated mm. hated that so I was like I need to f find a way to change that but it is so hard to find like 
other shaped bodies that want to do a photo yeah. shoot yeah. in a bikini. Yeah. A. B, I don't want to take, like, I feel like for a shoot, you need to have someone that's been modeling or knows how to work a camera. Because it, it, tra- it translates. Totally. Like, I don't think you need to be a model. I think you need to be comfortable in front of the camera. You need to really enjoy you being sh- in front. Yeah, you can see if you're conscious in front of the camera, it shows very easily. So and obviously, because it's my brand, I want the photo shoot to look amazing. So I feel like it's been really hard to find someone like that, but we're working on it. And and for the next collection, we'll definitely you, have more shapes and sizes. But you have that in the back of your mind that you want to make 100%. it hundred like percent accessible. I mean, it is what Flawed is. Yeah, it's what exactly. Flawed's about. I want everyone so to feel comfortable in swimwear. So true. So, uh, you know, like the word SKU and like quantity of merchandise or like your product and things like that. Most I mean, enemies. Yeah, it's yeah. like literally like I don't sometimes I don't sleep because, <laughs> because if I hear those words I just keep thinking about it and I have no uh, background in creating a clothing brand or whatsoever but at Salud you know like Ajay has always made sure that everyone's part of everything so that everyone's pretty much enjoying and not getting bored and yeah, exactly what they do. Yeah, that's super important. Yeah, and which is why I'm actively a part of our clothing line. Yeah. Uh, but which is also one of the reasons I've realized it's so tough yeah. to pull the whole process off. Yeah. So for somebody who is probably just, you know, our age girl and mm. wants to get into something where you are, at least yeah. in terms of being an entrepreneur, what would you say? Like, uh, what is the, is there like a A to Z guide no. to like becoming something? Like no. do you have to do a designing course? Like you and Ananya were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I have not done college. a design course and okay. I wish I did and I, I probably will at some point. Um, I don't think there's an A to Z. I'm still learning. Like everything is still a learning for me because I am doing this with me and just Nevi, and it's it's everything I do is sort of teaching me something else. So it's learn on the go. It's learn on the go, and and because I'm doing it on my own back, and it's hurting me or it's not yeah, hurting me. Yeah. So it's sort of you just have to try and keep making the decisions that you think are right for the brand. But does it really matter that you do uh, a designing course or like something? Um, I Not matter, like I don't think it'll change everything but I feel like it would give you a better understanding on a lot of things. Like I was telling Ananya also, like she can sit with the manufacturers and the tailor and be like, cut this in this pattern, stitch it this way, mm-hmm. this MSG is like too thick, too thin. Like she can tell the construction of the materials and mm. I can't do that. And mm. I feel like that's a skill that would definitely benefit me. Yeah. So I feel like short courses are the best way to go, A. Um, I will definitely do a short course on design at some point in my life. Nice. Okay. Uh, so going completely off the topic now, uh, I've known you for a while now and I'm so assured of the fact that travel and you seem to have a love affair. Yes. Because you seem to be traveling all over the world <laughs> all the time. You know what? That's a, that's a that's a thing that I, I feel like everyone keeps saying that to me. Like, now where are you going? But I do not travel as much as I look like it. No, but I just bank honestly, content. I, I, I remember I just walked in yeah. here. And I think one of my first or the second question was, where are you traveling? Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, I literally, the other days I just wake up and I'm just so tired and I'm just looking at my phone and I see you somewhere and I'm just like oh wow no it's fake it's fake I promise you I go to a place even if I'm there for three days I'll bank content for the next two weeks Uh, so you'll think I'm traveling also you have a really cool 
photographer around <laughs> yeah life. well so trained yeah. i have really trained him also our new thing is like he's like wherever we go just find a photographer to just give you one day i literally when i went to phuket right now i found a photographer based in phuket just on instagram reached out to them and i pulled up like five outfits and i just did all the shoots together in one go, in one go like three hours i was like back and then i had like nine pictures that i had to post over the next few weeks mm-hmm. i was like this is how you do it i'm not actually traveling as much as all i look like it mm-hmm. i am traveling a lot mm-hmm. but not like as much as i make it seem like i am and i'm very happy being transparent about that but that's so nice i mean that just adds on to the relatability factor makes people understand yeah. that it's not yeah crazy yeah it's not i'm not always smiling i've got horrible days i have sad days i have anxious days everything mm-hmm. um okay. but obviously i want my instagram to look aesthetic so i will put the pictures yeah, that i, I like and all about aesthetic yeah i love so, it yeah, yeah. so what what does travel really mean to you like i'm sure like nobody's forcing you to go yeah. around the world or like go to specific places but yeah. is there any specific reason do you do that other than the free tickets of course <laughs> no i love seeing new places i just feel like the world is so big even though i have seen a not a lot of it a little of the world i just feel like there's so much to see and it's so nice seeing different cultures and just going to different places and seeing how people work and the different food the food is really yeah, a huge part of it like i'm planning my breakfast lunch dinner everywhere that i travel and being at a beach just makes me feel at peace so i love so you're not on. the girl who's going to be like oh i'm just going to eat like five bites because no. i want to like take care of my like, no. body so you're not that girl <laughs> not at all <laughs> well i have i will thank my dad for my metabolism uh-huh. um but <laughs> i eat a lot So now what's on your bucket list like in terms of traveling do you have like oh these yes. are the next two places i totally have to go to Yes well Bali I'm going to next for okay. my bachelorette Okay so um, you get I married. have been to ba- yeah I'm getting married 100% <laughs> yeah wow. 100% everything's pretty much set sorted Um but yeah I have been to Bali before as a kid but I don't remember it so I want to go there again but i really want to go to mexico i really really want to go to japan at some point uh-huh. i want to do the philippines i can go on and on so yeah, i can stop see that. me I wherever can, i can see that i can go on forever there's so many places that i want to go visit mm. so now that you said you're going to get married yeah. and you're very excited about mm-hmm. it and how old are you again 25 25 you're yeah. exactly our age yeah and you know we are all at a situation where every lunch conversation starts with oh i met this person yeah. blah and blah do you think he's going to text me should yeah. i text him and then the third person would be like no men are so trashy yeah. or somebody else will say no no i don't think you should take a break and yeah. not spend so much of time and especially because i'm not from bangalore and i meet so many people from bangalore yeah. and almost everyone says that oh bangalore has this culture of fuck boys and i'm always like no i think it's everywhere and even girls are like exactly the exactly. same but i'm on your wavelength yeah but like all of us are like by end of it really vulnerable and probably really want to be in love yeah. and you know just have somebody around to talk to mm-hmm. and we don't have that as of <laughs> and we're going out on dates going through our nonsense and you on the other hand have a completely different story yeah 
and I think just tell me how did you find love? I got lucky in love, but I love love. Like honestly, all my life I've been in. A, I feel like I've just always been in a relationship. Oh, but I love having that someone to talk to, and I love having the partnership. And obviously, I've had like breaks and times in the middle that I've not been with anyone. But I just prefer being with someone. I like it. Mm-hmm. I am happy on my own. I feel like you need to be that and just have someone that adds to that. And then I think that makes like a healthy. Uh, relationship because you're so happy with yeah. yourself yeah. yeah I I just I, I genuinely got super lucky like I don't know how I don't know how I'm this like Rashad is just amazing but how long it's been he, it's been five I want to say four or five years I honestly we don't know when we started dating it just dating. happened organically yeah oh my god we don't know the date of like no, when we started <laughs> like, we were talking for years before that oh wow yeah so it's not like you guys just met and like hooked no, up no, no, and like no. fell in love and no. not like that it was no. like a very organic yeah. slow also he's a lot older than I am okay Uh, so initially I was a bit too young hmm. and it was always that age factor that hmm. like stopped it from happening for a really long time um, but it just happened because I guess the heart wants what it wants not okay, to so sound for really a lot crazy. of people obviously nobody can see us because it's audio podcast yeah. but like there are these two girls me and this other person called Ananya yeah. smiling here because we don't have that and it's so beautiful to hear stories like that yeah. uh, so I just want to know is he the reason that Bangalore feels home to you now yeah him and all his friends and family have been amazing like I promise you I've always felt like I was part of something here like everyone's made me feel so included his family is amazing um it just all feels like one big family and I need that because I've grown up with that like yeah, I said I've yeah, grown up with yeah. All my friends being family, and the fact that he already had that, it was it was it was easy to sort of get into. But I do feel like it's really important for me to also find my own friends. Yeah. That 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 comfort zone for your own. Self. Yeah, yeah. Which I have over time. Perfect. So, uh, what would your sticky note advice be for girls our age? How do you know this is the one? He's so supportive. He is my biggest cheerleader. Um, yeah, he's just the most like amazing human being ever. Like, you'll never meet someone like he's so open hearted. He helps everyone. Like, no matter who you are, he'll just be there. He will be there for you. Like, it doesn't have to be like really anyone that I've put you in touch. It's just he's such a good human being that I just I think no one else compares. Oh wow. So how do you get the courage to openly talk about your relationship? I don't. Publicly? I haven't spoken about it publicly ever. Is it? Yeah. Like ever, never? No. Because it's just so beautiful to see you two together just in pictures because obviously you've not never really like had a word yeah. publicly with everyone of yeah. how it happened, what is it, like you ensure that there's a line to yeah. those things. But all of us know, right? Like yeah. Like see it. So... I feel like I get that question like every time I do questions on Instagram mm-hmm. everyone's asking about Rashad and like anytime I'm like okay when I started a YouTube channel I was like what do you guys want to see everyone wants to see Rashad yeah. I'm like can you do a boyfriend tag can you please do this and I'm like fuck like can I really sit with him like first he's not gonna do this with yeah. me <laughs> I'd have to like start convincing him now and maybe will happen at the end of the year um, but yeah, I just I didn't feel like it was necessary. I feel like it's fun because I love watching these videos. I'm a YouTube geek. Like I watch YouTube videos all the time, uh-huh. and I watch boyfriend tags and all this all the time. So maybe I'll do it for fun. 
but I don't want to think too much into that you know like so I feel like the more I think like, about like, it like sorry I cut you yeah, no no I just, so what is like your favorite you know these are my YouTube people like I just go and watch their videos David Dobrik I like how you just like I freaking uh, love him I'm obsessed <laughs> with him I want him to come to my wedding Oh yeah, I I hope. I want to find a way to get him to my wedding. Comes. Yeah, let's put the wall. Yeah, let, let's manifest this. He's gonna be at my wedding. I love him. I'm absolutely obsessed with him. Then who else do I watch? I watch Zoe Sugg. Okay. I watch Molly May. I watch all these like girly mm. YouTubers. I watch what else do I watch a lot? I watch all these kind of like get ready with me is and all the, the, lifestyle the halls content, uh, and I love all of it so are we uh, possibly looking at a lot more content yeah. from you on YouTube yes yeah yes. so are we looking at a probably content on the wedding as well yes yeah yes oh, wow, that's amazing <laughs> all of that post I have already shot some of it like oh, I, it? I've well, I don't know if I want this to be part of the podcast, <laughs> but when I went to Dubai, I went wedding dress shopping and mm. we vlogged the whole thing. And so, oh, oh that so will it's come already out. done, is it? It's all. So I, I just, I, I shoot on my phone. Uh, always. I shoot on my phone. Wow. So it's just, I just like, I was, my cousin was with me, my Marcy, my mom, and I was just like, just take videos of everything and take videos in a vertical format, so that mm. if I want them, even if I don't upload them, I have them for myself. Yeah. Yeah to look back at and even if I look at them now I'm like oh my god I'm gonna cry <laughs> so it's just really sweet so to have these memories so you like weeps a little bit oh god yeah. don't get me started Aww. I'm the worst I'm a crier Oh, that's nice anything makes me cry <laughs> I cry at the drop of a pin <laughs> okay uh, so what is drop one of a hat. thing uh, <laughs> is that what is it drop, drop of, of a hat. drop of a hat okay 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 uh, what is that one thing you know about that you wish you knew earlier from all the things that I'm going to ask you so uh, one place you know in Bangalore which you wished you knew earlier I read this before and I did not have an answer wait let me think I want to say WeWork uh, WeWork <laughs> WeWork is 100% I, will, I always knew about it I wish I had gone sooner I like how I'm answering your yeah, that is you are you nail nail no. on the head. This is the reason I didn't want to talk to you <laughs> before, before the podcast. <laughs> no, you gave me the best answer. Even anyway. even when you were texting on WhatsApp, I was just ensure that I don't like speak text about. You. Yeah, it's like okay, thank you. See you later. That's it. Uh, one thing you know about love that you wish you knew earlier. Um, that it has to be supportive. That that you both have to support each other in whatever you do individually. Okay, uh, the next one I wrote thinking that it'll fit in perfectly and then I saw you in person and I am like in awe of your skin. (laughs) It's beautiful and to have that in this weather in this city is just outstanding because I think all of us girls or guys are struggling to have that let's touch all the words please (laughs) (laughs) like all of us are struggling to get that right skin have that right water and all of those different stuff so one thing you know about skincare that you wish you knew earlier just moisturize I have really dry skin Mm -hmm. so moisturizing do you wanna like say oh this is like my go to Clinique Clinic that moisture surge. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I can't live. It's like it. that holy grail. It's so fucking good. 
anything else that you feel like oh if you do this i think because i'm sure a lot of people would want to know take your makeup off at okay. night oh that's the hardest no yeah, that's a, that's a no brainer like uh, i have a friend uh that she would get I, before i i never really i feel like i'm slowly getting into makeup mm-hmm. but even like i used to put just mascara or like eyeliner and i wouldn't care and just sleep with it she's fired the living daylights of me one day and she was like it's like you cannot sleep without taking your makeup off and i don't ever do that now like no matter how drunk i am i will take that cotton pad with makeup remover <laughs> on it and remove the makeup off my face oh shit that's one thing all of us should do yeah that's a one, one thing everyone should definitely be doing okay uh one thing you know about girl friendships that you wish you knew earlier that bitching is not always a bad thing i think Wow. Well, this not not is... bitching. Like I don't mean bitching like speaking negatively about people, but I feel like just chatting with your girlfriends is something everyone does. Mm-hmm. Like whether you like to admit it or not, everyone sits and talks. And, and it's a therapy. Yeah, it's it's kind of therapy when you're doing it with your closest friends that you know is not going to go anywhere. But like always not like spreading everything and making it like the biggest deal. Like right now I think people are losing their minds with making like like this japanese whispers drives me crazy yeah yeah like this stupid example is that have you all heard of the selena and hayley drama yeah oh my god oh, yeah it's oh my it god it is nothing yeah. it's nothing i can't believe what the world is making it out to yeah, be so true and they're making money out of it yeah and they all like it's so crazy like these two celebrities have posted on their own pages being like Guys, nothing's happening. We're both friends, but everyone's gone absolutely batshit crazy, okay. and I feel like that's the stupidest example. But everyone does that about everyone else's lives. Like it just, it could be nothing, and you've made it this whole other story. So like one person's gone and said this to someone, and then they've added their two cents on it and gone to the other person. And now people like, make reels like with the yeah. same thing, and then they'll put it out. Yeah, which is worse. They're like, oh my god, she did a she did a get ready with me, and then Selena also did it. Oh my, is she copying Haley? Shut up. <laughs> so true. And meanwhile, they're just happy in their life. Yeah. So true. Okay. Uh, so you seem to be someone. who takes a girl gang very seriously yes. like i think recently there was uh, tanya's birthday and you posted something for her and it's just not her i'm i have seen it over years or months that yeah. you know you ensure that if whoever your friend is yeah. girl or a guy actually you ensure you make that effort yeah. put that thing out spend that time with them yeah. you travel with your friends yeah. so uh, how important is it to have a girl for a girl to have a girl gang or just women who really like pull them up super important i feel like it i doesn't really have to be a girl if it's a guy cool um but i've always like i've grown up as i told you again i lived in the colony i grew up with my my parents friends who had kids who are now my friends mm-hmm. and they're like my default friends like whether i wanted them as friends or not they Did were they? my friends uh-huh. and growing up with them has been amazing cuz they're just my biggest support system no matter what i do and tanya like tanya and i've been like i feel like we're soul sisters like we just we went kindergarten together then like we grew up we were somehow part of each other's lives throughout and then got like reconnected in university uh-huh. when we were in london and now our best friends like we have weird sim- tanya and i have the same same shoe size marks like oh, oh shit like you know, i have this this V on my knee uh-huh. that i got like injury as like i f- 
I was on a slide coming down and I heard she has the same V on her right knee like it's weird it's weird but I feel like it's super important like Karan my other best friend was a guy he I I'm very I used to be very good at keeping in touch with people now that I don't live around them I feel like it's a lot harder to keep in touch and I don't I'm not constantly in touch with any of them but I feel like whenever we do talk it's it's the same and that's super important to, so it's not basically yeah. every day but yeah. whenever you go back it's yeah. the same thing but so I we built a relationship that doesn't de- depend on, on how much you're con- con- constantly contact, speaking yeah. to yeah. everyone but I think this is something which at least in our generation because we are traveling here and there and always wanting to do 10,000 things we lose track of being in touch and yeah. things like that so what would you say is the best way to go around things like that when you have your friends in certain cities yeah. but you are traveling somewhere else. I struggle with that I've become really bad with being able to keep in touch with people but I feel like if you see something that reminds you of them send it to them like I feel uh-huh. like on Instagram also like seeing things that you're like oh my god that reminded me of you I'll send it to them or like if I feel like Snapchat is a really good way to keep in touch with someone because everyone has this Snapchat streaks and it's really old I feel like no one uses Snapchat anymore but I talk to like three people on Snapchat okay. constantly that are like on my streaks every day and it gives me like the weirdest glimpse into their life that I'm like okay I feel like I you're know there. what your day was like yeah. and that makes you feel like you're kind of in touch and I also have my my girl gang my Parsi girl gang it's like Delna, Janine, Rian, Zara who are just like constants in my life so we're always like talking about something on our whatsapp group or so it's it's an active group it's an active group <laughs> oh nice that's amazing uh so we're very close to the end of the podcast even though i would love to <laughs> keep talking to you uh but uh you know salute is an urban lifestyle brand which always wants to teach the world how to party by creating the best of alcohol bringing out some aspiration clothing line bringing out some refreshing non-alcoholic beverages or even NFTs uh, but our focus has always been to bring out a lifestyle which the specifically the Gen Z's and the millennials could aspire for and when I look at you I look at a very fun yet a very very healthy lifestyle not a very toxic lifestyle like for example in the morning I texted you and I said what is your type of coffee <laughs> and you said I don't have coffee and I was just like wow that has somehow have... happened to be yeah. it I didn't strive for that so uh, what would you say like how I'm obviously I'm not looking I'm not saying give all of the world like some really serious you know health tip or something but like what do you feel right now in our times is a good healthy way of living just um, as your lifestyle I think like at, at some point last year I think I was not in a very good space I was really anxious and I just had a lot going on mental health wise um, but I feel like something that's really helped me has been routine okay so like when I'm in Bangalore I feel really healthy because I have to wake up go to WeWork I know that I should be working out even though I don't like I just want to move my body in some way work out come back have dinner like I just feel like having some sort of a routine is super healthy that would be but are you somebody who like parties um I used to love it but I've become a little bit of a bore recently (laughs) but do you you still love like drinking I'm not a drinker when I do drink I'll get really drunk and what's like your drink like gin at the moment are you serious yeah and what is he like 
to tequila. Oh. Loves tequila, loves whiskey. Wow. But I do not like tequila, do not <laughs> like whiskey. If I pick up a tequila shot in a night, you know I'm drunk. Because I'm not voluntarily doing that. And it's because he's also around, so you have... No, no, no. I, I also laugh. I'm like a Jager bomb. If I'm doing shots, I'm a Jager bomb. Everyone looks at me like, are you in high school still? And I was like, <laughs> I like it. Like, get out. Oh, wow. Uh, amazing. It was wonderful talking Thank to you. Thank you. I am too. so glad we had you me too. for this podcast. Because I'm so glad I came. It's honestly, I think the only word that comes to my mind is just like, you are literally that beach vibe or like Ibiza vibe and you know you just feel like refreshed and happy like there's no like negativity or like you you know all of that nonsensical thing (laughs) it's just pure fun and cute and adorableness Uh, so thank you so much thank you thank you for having me I've loved it it's been fun it's honestly not felt like work just (laughs) a conversation with someone that's the best Thank you. Uh, we have a little something for you. Uh, oh. I'm sure... You have already hope... given me my smoothie bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got you a little bit of our merchandise. How cute. Uh, I hope you love it. We have Thank a you. new collection coming in. So we just can want I to... open it in front of you? Yeah, of course you can. And as Charlene opens her salute box, I would like to thank everyone who's been part of the podcast. I would like to also read out Charlene's Instagram bio to end the episode which says the world needs more love because we all do. Salute's constantly working on creating an aspirational lifestyle filled with love and joy. Stay tuned to know about the launch of a new clothing collection and our limited edition gin. Hope to see you in our next episode. Salute!